On today's Question of Faith, can I pray while I'm working out? Hey everybody, we are here on location at Becoming Fire, the Young Adult Festival run by the Vocations Office here in the Diocese of Cleveland. This is Question of Faith. I'm Mike Hayes. I'm the Director of Young Adult Ministry here in the Diocese of Cleveland. And I'm Father Damien Ferentz, the Vicar for Evangelization. And I'm Lindsay Fullerman, the founder of Fit From Faith. Fit From Faith? So tell us what that is. Sure. Fit From Faith is a Catholic health and wellness uh, coaching program that's done 100% online, virtual. 100% online. It used to be in person, though, didn't it? Or at least your work with the seminarians that precipitated the fullness of Fit From Faith started in person. So tell us a little more about the evolution. Yeah, the evolution of it is definitely very much led by the Holy Spirit. I started taking classes at the seminary, and my dear friend, Father Damien Ferenc, who's sitting right here with me. That's me. We We only have two microphones, so that's why it may sound a little funky. But he wanted me to come on board to for the formation staff to help the guys become healthier. And so I did. But what evolved was actually a program that I found would actually help so many more people than just seminarians, but also the laity. With teaching people how to eat right, how to move the body, mm. and how God and prayer is a part of all of it. Very cool. Because we're body and soul, we have to take care of our souls and our bodies. Absolutely. Temple of the Holy Spirit, right? Right, because the catechism even tells us that we're, you know, called to bodily flourishing and to flourish spiritually. So we can't just flourish in one area, but we have to, we're called actually as Catholics to flourish in both because body and soul cannot be separated until death. That's right. So when I used to be the director of human formation, which is what Father Pat is now, that's when we brought Lindsay on board so that she could talk to the guys about health and fitness and nutrition and incorporate that into their spiritual lives so they have a more holistic approach to to priestly formation. So that's awesome. It's great to have you here. And it's interesting because priests are notoriously unhealthy. I mean, I've been in many a rectory, and guys are like having all kinds of health problems. So thanks for doing that. You know, keeping guys healthy is a good thing. Of course. I'm trying. I say I'll always have a job. <laughs> well, and it can be part of the reason I want to speak to that, too. We could have a whole other show on that. But priests can get very busy yes. and overwhelmed. And then at the end of the day, you just want some comfort. So some ice cream or something to drink or a Big Mac or whatever it's going to be. I resemble um, that remark, so yeah, yeah. I'm good. You know, we could go on right there, right there. I, I could use Lindsay right now, so well, <laughs> saying. I told Mike and I were trying to figure out when we were going to record this thing, and I told him I had an appointment, and I told him a little later my appointment was with the pool out back this afternoon. So I did 30 minutes of laps because I try to pray every day and exercise every day, and if I don't, I'm I get ornery. So exactly, I don't exercise every day, oh. so well, that's just bad on me, you know. Well, how about our question? If you yeah. did exercise, if I did. Could... Now, when I do exercise, I do pray, though. How do you so do it? How do you do it? It used to be swimming like laps. I would do the rosary. You know, it just, you know, Hail Mary with each couple, of, each couple of strokes. That was good. That, that's great. You know, I think so many people sort of think prayer and working out is a separate thing, but it's, working out is or it can be a prayer in of itself. How would you make, how do you, or how have you, or how would you recommend making work out a prayer? I think it's as simple as talking to the Lord during mm. your, your workout. Like this morning, for example, I was so tired, but I was on that stair mill. I thought, you know, a quick 20 minutes to get me moving. Mm-hmm. 
and I told the Lord, man, this is really hard, but you know what? This is all like for you. And I know I'm going to feel better later on in the day. I'm going to be more attentive to your people. I'm going to be more joyful. And so it became this beautiful dialogue with the Lord in that moment on right. the stair mill this morning. For me, it's usually when I'm on the bench and I'm like, Lord, help me lift this last <laughs> four pounds. <laughs> Let me do these last three reps. <laughs> and that's prayer, right? <laughs> I remember having a conversation with Lindsay a couple years ago, and she asked me a similar question. Can you pray or can you incorporate prayer and working out together? One of the ways I do it is with my reps. So if I do a plank, it's for three minutes for the Holy Trinity, Mm. or I'll do like reps of 12 for the 12 apostles, 12 tribes of Israel. And when I do my weird crunches up this way with a, a dumbbell or a barbell, it'll be 40 for 40 days in the desert or 40... Um, years in the desert, so I, I or 72 things. So I try to use biblical numbers in my reps, and it doesn't it doesn't seem like much, but it actually Christianizes my workouts. I think when you run, do you run 12 miles? I you know I did 30 today for 30 wow. minutes of swimming today for the Jesus's 30 years. So I, I did consider going 33, but I knew we had to be here and record this podcast, so I just did 30. But I could have done 33. I am leading him into temptation, clearly. (laughs) I like how we both managed to get in a workout today. Like, even though we had so much to do with planning this event, Father Damien got in 30 quick minutes. I got in 20 minutes on the stair mill. I got a half an hour walk in, so there we go. See? Like, it doesn't need to be an hour or two hours in the gym in order to be effective. For sure. And so how, how did you get into exercise and how did you eventually link into prayer? You started to talk a little bit about it um, earlier with Father D, but how did that all come about? Yeah, I think I've always been athletic since I played sports since middle school, so seventh grade. And then it was really just through after high school, not playing college sports, sure. just through intramurals where I needed to continue. I needed that outlet because of how impactful it was for me and athletics, and I think athletics taught me the discipline and the commitment and sort of creating that time for it, and that transferred over into real-life habits and yeah. hobbies. And where did the prayer come in for you? Like, did you have, is there one moment of conversion for you, or was, you know, did prayer come in, was prayer an always thing, or did that happen later? Many. Life is always, for me, one big lifelong conversion. But I will say there was a moment where working out used to be a real place of like it was just vanity for me so prayer was not a part of it there was it was all very worldly very secular Mm. but then I got to a point where it was just begging the Lord to purify that desire Um, and it over time conversion of heart really happened and it was like man I just want to move my body and be active because I feel better I'm more alert I'm more joyful to those I encounter and so it was this conversion as I was like you know, working out, making time yeah. for it. Now it took many years, <laughs> but I'm happy to say I'm I'm there. You know, at that point of like, it really is an integrated part of my life. Yeah, it's interesting. It's sort of like discernment, right? You know, like there's always the the hard discernments are always discernments between two good things, right? So between you know working out and the gifts and talents that maybe you brought to this to your secular job, right? And now I got to choose. Well, which one of these things? are the things that I'm being more drawn to and how will God use those things for a better, you know, a better opportunity for everybody. Right. Good job. Yeah. And the whole notion of virtue that, and you did your MA somehow on virtue and health or something. Was that right? Yeah. Theology of the body and virtue theory, an integrated approach to healthy, well, to healthy living. And so a big part of that is what you just said, that it's not overnight that 
everything changes, it may be overnight that you, you have like a, a burst of grace and say, okay, now I'm going to head in a different direction in life. But it takes a lot of discipline and time to create new habits to get to a point where you actually enjoy eating healthy or enjoy exercising. Because once you have those habits and steer off them, you may miss them or not feel as good, huh? Yeah, I think we have a mindset of all or nothing. At least a lot of the, the men, seminarians, and the laity that I work with, it's a mi mindset of all or nothing when it comes to health and wellness. Like either I'm in it or I'm off of it. Where virtue, as Catholics, it's what we're called to, right? The virtuous life. And that takes like this consistency of practicing good habits in order for it to become a real way of life. And so if we can adopt that mindset as Catholics, like, okay, a little at a time, I'm going to keep practicing this even if I fall, I'm going to get back up and keep working at it, I think we'd see a healthier church. Yeah, I was thinking in terms of sin and grace, oftentimes when somebody has a fall, they can then turn in on themselves and then beat themselves up and then get stuck rather than realizing, uh, no, the Lord's good, he's forgiven, he's merciful. When we sin, we can you know, go to confession, ask for forgiveness, and then move on and keep going. But it's hard to do that because what sin does by its nature, it turns us in on ourselves and away from God, huh? Yeah, it does. And I think the same, it's same true. It's, it's true for healthy living. You know, it's when we fall, we tend, to, we tend to stay stuck in that space of falling and failure. And we feel shameful because we've let ourselves down. And the Lord is in that. And he's saying, no, get back up, keep going. Like, I will make you new. Like, you're becoming a, a healthier new creation. So just get back up and keep going. Yeah. We forget that bad habits are, are habits, right? You know, we talk about good habits and bad habits all the time. We forget that, you know, not only are bad habits hard to break, but good habits are hard to develop, right? You know? You have to think about, okay, I'm 36, right? So think of all of those years that I was formed with unhealthy habits. That's right. So it's going to take time to undo them. It's not going to be an overnight easy fix. Right. And we don't need to be fixed, you know, we just have to let love into these parts of our heart that, that need it. Yeah, healing more than fixing, I think. And that's what Fit From Faith is, really, is all about healing and looking at how we've been formed to, to eat, how to move our bodies, how do we view our bodies, are we connected to our bodies, and looking at what does Christ say and how do we adopt that, a real Catholic perspective on our health. Yeah. All right, so, so if I'm just starting out and I want to get healthier, what's, what are some of the first steps I should take? What would you advise? The first step I always start with is mindfulness. So I'll give you a hint. The first habit with, eat, with, with Fit From Faith is eat just enough. So that's where I have people start. We, because we go through society, everything is so social. Everything involves food and drink. And if we just became more mindful with how we approached food, especially when we're out at gatherings, I think we would see a shift um, in terms of like a healthier church. For sure. Sounds good. And then what about the exercise part? Like how would you start there? I always tell people two things. What is it that you enjoy doing? Or I ask people, what is it that you enjoy doing? And then how long can you realistically do that for? Mm. Right? So we don't want to start off like seven days a week in the gym because <laughs> right. more, more often than not, you'll fail. So we start slow. So if that's two days a week and you enjoy biking, we're going to start right there. You go do that. You make that a habit. That could take four weeks. Right. And then we increase that over time because we want to develop a real plan that's going to work right. 
for a long time, not just for a quick fix. Right. We talked about that in addiction studies, right? You know, 30 days to change the habit. You know? Yeah. So we want to give ourselves a lot of grace as we work to form healthier habits because we didn't form unhealthy habits overnight. And that's not coincidental that Lent is 40 days and it's ah, enough yeah. time to create some new habits in the spiritual life. So one of the things I just love about being Catholic is how the spiritual and human are constantly coming together. We're not angels, we're human beings, body, soul, composite, and what we do with our bodies matters. Mm -hmm. It affects our souls. Yeah, Absolutely. And so one of the ways that we feed our souls oftentimes is in a church. Lindsay, why don't you tell us a little bit about the parish that you regularly go attend? I'm a parishioner at St. Barnabas in Northfield. Oh, I was just there not long ago. Yeah. Were you? What yeah, were you there for? For um, Deacon Mike's uh, first mass. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. It's a great place to be. What, what do you like about it? Yeah. Well, I really like the fact we have a great administrator, Father James Callway, and there's a, a shift of culture that's happening. He's doing a lot to really bring a lot of life and vibrancy to the parish, just with implementing different groups. Um, for like he's a running group on Saturdays um, and there's a, a plan to really help sort of bring new ideas to the parish like a golf outing and we do a bourbon raffle every September so I love that <laughs> bourbon is always a good thing it's my favorite I was there recently and I noted you have an outdoor shrine and someone said it's one of the best kept secrets in the diocese tell us a little bit about that I can't believe I completely forgot about that. That is my favorite part of the parish. Mm. Outside, if you um, if you ever attend, there's an outside like uh, altar, Marian altar, and then there's also like a stone gravelish walkway that has the stations of the cross, and it leads to a gold Padre Pio statue. And so I spend a lot of time there praying. Mm. It's a very very beautiful space. Um, and we also have a perpetual adoration chapel that's really cute and quaint. So that's also another ah, favorite part of mine. Sure. Sounds good. So that's St. Barnabas. And then our readings for this coming week. Uh, Jesus said to his disciples, I have come to set the earth on fire and how I wish it were already blazing. There is a baptism with which I must be baptized. And how great is my anguish until it is accomplished. Sounds a lot like working out. Yeah, it's... <laughs> It sounds a lot like uh, evangelization to me. I, I love this line. I think um, when I hear it, I think of a conversation I had early on at a, at a bishop staff meeting when I ex people were under, trying to understand what my role was as vicar for evangelization. And I explained that a lot of the work that's done downtown is putting out fires that happen, unfortunately, but that has to be done. And I tell people my job is setting them. But good ones, good fires, you know, in the diocese. So uh, it, it means taking the fire of Christ that he gives us in our baptism. And then, you know, he kindles it in the Eucharist and sends us out to set the world on fire. Absolutely. Lindsay, let's give you a free commercial. If someone wanted to get involved with you with, uh, with Fit From Faith, how would they do that? Yeah, check out the website at www.fitfromfaith.com. And starting August 17th, I am launching um, open enrollment, so you can sign up for the Fit From Faith uh, program whenever you'd like. You don't have to wait anymore for a fall or spring cohort to kick off. So check out the website for more information. Sounds good. 
And so, Lindsay, thanks for joining us here. And uh, Thank you. we're going to be here for the rest of the day here at Becoming Fire. And uh, you got a wedding to go to tonight. I have right? a wedding reception. I have the wedding this afternoon. Yep. Yeah. But I'll be back later. Yeah. So it's, it's been great out here. And so by the time you listen to this, this will be long gone. But um, we got a lot of things going on here. We got a big cornhole tournament going on over there. And the volleyball nets are up. And a bunch of tents are all around. We're getting ready for mass with the bishop. So we'll have a whole lot more next time here on Question of Faith.